We are back. New year, new things. If you heard the message before this, we have a new podcast cover, new podcast logo, and a new website. So check it out. So now getting in today's show, I want to remind the parents out there that I, I am also a parent. And this is one of the main core reasons why I started the show. I have a daughter and I would want her to be well prepared for life financially, no matter what her profession is, no matter who she's married to, and no matter how many children she has. Today's guest is all about empowering young women through life hurdles, and maybe some of that message can be relayed to young girls also. I think one of the biggest things is for mothers in particular to get engaged because if they're having that dinner conversation and they're talking about money and they're talking about finances and they're being candid and open with their children and the daughter in particular sees the mom being engaged in that conversation, I think that is going to create confidence in that young girl. Jane Ellegard from Elegant Wealth is with us here today. Now, Jane has been in wealth management for over three decades now. Now she's an entrepreneur and speaker helping women get past difficult times like spousal death and divorce when it comes to finances. Today, we're going to learn what we can teach our daughters to handle certain life struggles that happen every day. And before we get into that, I'd like to give a word from our sponsor. Wait, what's going on? You can't be in here. I'm recording. Sorry, Dad. Mom, get him. My dad is taking too long to start the show, and I'm taking over as the producer. So let's start the show now. Have you ever wondered why some people seem to have it all financially? Do well-off parents simply hand their children money? Or is there more to this wealth thing? Welcome to Raising Financial Freedom, the podcast. We are here to talk about everything you never knew to teach your children when it comes to starting their financial future. The principles behind wealth and methods that are out there to teach your child about personal financial freedom. There is no real trick to earning other than learning. We are here to discuss, teach, and grow with you. Raising Financial Freedom, the podcast, with your host and concerned parent, Eric Yard. Let us get right into today's show. We all know that divorce is at a high rate. And not to be morbid, women live longer than men, naturally. So what happens to the woman when they become the sole provider when it comes to finances? And they are unprepared to assume that role. This is where Jane and Elegant Wealth comes in. I spent 34 years in wealth management, working for wealthy families, investing their money. And I just kept seeing over and over again where so oftentimes the women would, when they lost their husband or whether through divorce or they passed away, they would be thrown into a scary, overwhelming situation. And so I decided I wanted to provide the education 
that they hadn't received. And so that was really the impetus behind starting Melania Wealth. Now, helping women during this delicate time where emotions are at a high level can be a very big task at hand. Emotions like anger, confusion, doubt, sadness could be and probably are at an all-time high during these times. So is Jane ready for a delicate task like this? No, I embraced it. I'm really passionate about it, and I want women to feel empowered around their financial situation. And I just think that women haven't been provided the education that they need, and we don't talk about it. We don't talk about money. Money is very taboo. And so we talk about, we get together, we talk about other things, but we don't talk about money. And so I just really wanted to be able to make a difference in women's lives because I think when they gain confidence in this area, it also spreads into other aspects of their life. I think a lot of the problems that I ran into were, you know, I had never started a business. I had never run a business until a lot of the technology was new to me, marketing, social media, that was all very new. So I, I wish now I would have spent time prior to leaving my job, learning more about some of the things that I was going to need to know. But, you know, other than that, it's really just, it's been finding women that want to engage and want to learn more. And of course, COVID didn't help matters any. <laughs> So that, that made things a little more complicated than I think they would have been. But uh, I'm rebounding and I, I created during that time, I created an online course and I wrote a book. So I took advantage of the downtime and now I'm back to doing a lot of speaking engagements and uh, running courses. I had to learn how to build a website and so I, I did that on Kajabi. And it's fairly straightforward, but there's still some ins and outs that it took time to figure it all out and create the online course. So that so that took a little bit of time. And I'd worked with a, a CRM or a client, I can think of what the R stands for, Relationship Management System, at where I worked before, but putting it up for myself first on my own and figuring out what, what exactly I wanted to keep track of and monitor and and then doing the QuickBooks. Even though I'm a finance person, I'm not an accounting person. And so that has been challenging as well. So, so yeah, so those are some and social media, I mean I guess I really hadn't been, you know, I hadn't really utilized social media when I was in the corporate world. And so trying to learn the systems that, you know, help you send it off to LinkedIn and Facebook and and Instagram, so you don't have to create it three times in three different places. So some of those things. Would Jane let this hurdle stand in her way? And what type of solutions would she come up with in order to help women conquer this new situation they found themselves in? Yeah, now I'm pretty familiar. It's a big learning curve. And when you're trying to learn it all at one time, it definitely changed. I really didn't have interest in being an entrepreneur. I really planned on working for a company my entire career and then retiring. But I, as I grew in my career and reached a point where I was just, I was, I wanted to make changes. I wanted to make an impact. And I didn't feel like I could do that as much in the corporate world as like, I think convincing my mom. 
<laughs> she was pretty nervous for me. I don't know why. She 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 wasn't sure I should be doing this. She's pretty old school and figured I should stick with the big company and get my paycheck and and finish out my career that way. So she was a not that she had any much of a say in it, but uh, but I did have to convince her that this was a good idea. Otherwise, I think it's just it was just learning curve, trying to understand what there was to learn and trying to figure out exactly how I wanted to go about doing this. Originally, I thought it would be more through group coaching, and I still love doing that, but I'm getting a lot more traction with the speaking engagements. And I think you really do have to shift and pivot and figure out multiple ways to bring in income. And so I'm not sure I understood that quite as clearly as I do now. I also spent... You know, the first probably six months, I spent time creating the curriculum. I created what I call the six pillars to financial empowerment. And I really wanted to think through what would women need to understand to get their arms around their financial situation. And I think the the financial industry has been very male-dominated, very masculine. And I think a lot of the terminology turns women off. And so I wanted to come up with ways to describe things and to talk about things with women in ways that they felt more what would be more welcoming and inviting to them. I've had to learn to become a speaker. I wasn't, I can tell you that wasn't one of my favorite things to do. I haven't typically wanted to be in the limelight. I've always wanted the people on my team to be in the limelight and have the success. And so I had to learn to really make that shift and that it was going to be me that was going to be out there presenting myself and encouraging women to wrap their arms around this topic. Spent went through a speaking program. And so I've spent a lot of time learning how to be a good speaker and tell stories and be engaging. So that has trying to squash some of the nerves that I, I typically had around speaking has been certainly something that I've had to overcome. I want to transform as many women's financial lives as possible. I, I want women to discover that understanding their finances isn't as difficult as they may think it is. And so I think there's a mindset that needs to be shifted so that women can feel invited to the table and can engage in conversation because the conversation that's happening today about their financial situation impacts their financial future. And so my goal is really to empower women in this journey. Jane is more than willing to help today's women. But here at Raising Financial Freedom, it's all about the parents helping the child. How can the parents help their daughter be prepared before a situation like this even comes up within their lives? I don't think it would be all that different. I think the message is to have courage and confidence in this area. And I I talk to as many women as I can, young women, about the fact that the the career path that I took is an amazing and wonderful career path. And if they can get past the fact, they're really, you know, I hear so often, Eric, women say to me, my brain doesn't do math. And I think young women have unfortunately convinced themselves that they aren't good at math and yet they can be good at math because they're smart and they can absolutely be good at math if they want to be. And, but the reality is, is there wasn't really that much math in what I was doing when I was managing money. 
it was more about developing relationships with clients. It was about creating trust. It was good communication skills, like listening and being able to articulate the concepts. Whether I was talking to the chief financial officer of a company who wanted all the nitty-gritty details, or I was meeting with an 84-year-old widow who was more excited about the fact that I was coming to have coffee and muffins with her. And so I believe that women are naturally talented at the gifts they need to have to do this job well. And so I would say to a young woman to consider this amazing career that I know she can be incredibly successful with. I think one of the biggest things is for mothers in particular to get engaged in the conversation and be a good woman. Because if they're having that dinner conversation and they're talking about money and they're talking about finances and they're being candid and open with their children and the daughter in particular sees the mom being engaged in that conversation, I think that is going to create confidence in that young girl. And I personally, my mom was the one who managed the money in our family. And I think that's part of the reason why I had absolutely no concerns about walking into this career. And so I think being a good role model is incredibly important. Now, my son uh, has followed in my footsteps and he's an equity analyst. And he said to me at one point, I said, Mom, what did you expect? We were talking about the markets and stocks and investments at the dinner table every night. So Obviously, it's a little bit different in the situation that I was in, but I think the more that the mom can engage and they can have those conversations with the children and use opportunities. Like we were always using opportunities, you know, like with an allowance. You know, we used that as an opportunity to teach our son about money. We had a system where he got, I don't remember what the dollars were exactly, but maybe he got $10. And and then a dollar went into taxes and a dollar, a couple dollars went into savings and a couple dollars went into gifting and then the rest was his to spend. And so if he got five dollars and if he, there was something he wanted to buy that was ten dollars, he was going to have to wait till he got the next allowance. And so we tried to, you know, through that, teach him about money. And so we had those conversations with him and how much was he going to make when he got out of school and was that going to be worthwhile for him to have that kind of debt? And he made the decision not to go to the expensive school as a result. When he was graduating from college, we started having the conversation with him about how important it is to start investing early, to be, in, to be contributing to the retirement plan. And so he has been very responsible about money because we have been talking to him about it. I think we've tried to be very upfront and talk about money with them, which I think, unfortunately, so many people don't do. But we've raised, we were just talking to him about it the other day, that I'm sort of retired. I was retired from my corporate job. My husband just retired. We're 58. And we have never lived beyond our means. And so we have talked about that with him. We've talked about the fact that we started contributing to our retirement plans at a very young age when we started working. And But we never spent beyond what we were making. We lived within our means and, and so he is doing the thing. Yeah, very proud of that. It kind of happened by accident so that I got pulled into investments and I'm so incredibly grateful that it happened 
but it was not the career path that I had planned by any means. I really didn't grow up in a family that had very much money and I didn't expect, I didn't really understand investments. I had, I had finance classes, but not really an investment class ever. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time and get very fortunate. And this ended up being my career for 34 years. And there it is, the discussion, having that discussion with your child and using real world situations with them. This should be your anthem for 2022 if you have not started anything yet. You don't need no fancy tools, no course. You need to sit down and have a conversation with your child and get them acquainted with real world life situations that you are going through financially. As you can see, Jane has done that with her son to make sure he is properly prepared. So now, does it work? Is Elegant Wealth able to help the woman of today and the woman of tomorrow? Oh my gosh, the the feedback that I've gotten from women who have experienced transformation. I'll, I'll share with you one of the one of the quotes from a woman who went through my class, and she sent me a note afterwards, and she said. What strikes me is that you helped me understand my role and responsibility in managing my wealth. You opened a door that I had tried to nail shut by showing me that despite my antipathy, finance is a big part of my life. I can shut my eyes and let others lead me, or I can open them and decide what I want and where I want to go. I now have the confidence and enthusiasm to explore this whole new world that has been opened up to me. That is what makes me proud. Just seeing the difference that it's made in their lives. And I've had friends, I had one woman say that she raised the prices in her business. She hadn't raised her prices in 12 years. And after going through my class, she had a renewed sense of belief in herself. And having women and having friends that I talk to about this, have them gain that confidence. So when I, my mission statement is empowering women to show up and own their financial journey with courage, confidence, and wisdom. And, you know, the, the courage is the courage to be proactive because so many women will experience a significant life event like losing a spouse or getting a divorce. And so having the, the courage to step up and take responsibility, I think, is really important. And then the confidence to take ownership of the conversation happening today, as I was mentioning earlier, and then the wisdom to make a difference with their family members. Because if they don't understand their financial situation themselves, they probably also aren't having the conversations with their parents, their spouse or partner, their children that they could and should be having. And I just think these are really important conversations. And so if I can make a difference and start to help a woman see that this isn't as overwhelming as she may have thought it was and that she's perfectly smart and capable and can, can get a grasp of this, then, then that just, that's, that's my reward. I think it's never too late. It's never, you know, you're never too old and you're never too young to start learning about this. And so I encourage every woman to go involved in the conversation now and you can't don't beat yourself up for what you've done in the past what's happened but start to make different decisions going forward 
and start to have these conversations, you know, with your children. And if it means you need to read some books or, um, you know, listen to podcasts or start learning in any way that you can, then start doing that so that you can have those conversations and you can be that role model. Thank you, Eric. Yes, my website is www dot elegant walls and elegant is spelled with two l's so l e g a n t and then w e a l t h dot com and on there i have my signature offerings the different courses that i offer as well as i typically have on there if i've got any upcoming speaking engagements that are either virtual or in person that people can can join and I have some of my former, some of the presentations that I've already done on there, as well as some different podcasts. I usually put that those on there if I can. And so there's lots of information. I wrote the book, uh, Financial Empowerment for Women, Your Guide to Courage, Confidence, and Wisdom. And that is also available on my website, as well as at Amazon.com. And Barnes, thank you so much for inviting me, Eric. I was delighted to be here. I think I love what you're doing. I, I think... Children need to be educated in this area. And so thank you for everything that you're doing to help that happen. What I've taken from that discussion with Jane is that there are life problems that can be kept at a low percentage or not even exist if financial literacy is taught at an early age, also making it second nature or unconscious thinking. And that is the theme of Raising Financial Freedom, making financial literacy unconscious thinking, making it second nature for your child to make the right decision when it comes to money without them even thinking twice about it. And now tell me, why can't you do that? Big business is doing it in order to make your child into an everyday consumer. So now it's 2022. Let's make financial literacy in your household unconscious thinking. Well, it's 2022, a new year, new things. And as you can see, we have made changes. Basically gave the show the proper paint job that it needed from the get-go. One tool that I'm happy about is the reviews. Now, it is very simple for you to leave a review. You can go on the website, that's RaisingFinancialFreedom.com, and go to the reviews page and leave a review. Takes literally seconds. This is the problem my listeners had in the past because they didn't know where to go on a podcast player. So we thought that we needed to introduce this concept in to make it more simpler. So you know what I want you to do? I want you to go right now after you listen to the show is go and leave a review. Takes nothing but seconds now. Tell us how you feel about the show, our new podcast cover, and our new logo. So as 2022 starts, we have more good content to give you. Pushing even deeper into financial literacy for your parents. So for now, stay tuned and stay safe. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Raising Financial Freedom, the podcast. Stay connected with us directly through RaisingFinancialFreedom.com. You can also join the discussion on social media, which you can also find links on our website. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through info at RaisingFinancialFreedom.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Don't forget to please like and subscribe to stay fully up to date. Until next time, be kind to yourself and each other.